Welcome to another okay. episode of Eddie's Thought Vomit. <laughs> Pod of Wonder. <laughs> yes. That's the joke. They're all Eddie's Thought Vomit. <laughs> That's the secret. I'm always thought vomiting. <laughs> I am so sorry. This is Pod of Wonder, a podcast where we craft a world using random Wikipedia articles and then play a game in that world. This season, we're going on a wholesome road trip with talking animals. Should we do the starty thing? The podcast thing? Yeah. The podcast uh-huh. thing? All okay. right. Uh, Pot of Wonder, season four, episode two. Yay, I did the numbers right. Um, we're here with... Uh, we never introduced ourselves last episode, I don't think, which was a bit weird, but... Uh, yeah. <laughs> on On par. I'm Eddie... I'm here with uh, Danny, and uh, Morgan is back from Gina's stomach, as you uh, inevitably heard last episode. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, there was a snafu. Gina was hungry. Uh, Morgan was offered up as a temporary tribute. Then towards the end, uh, uh, Robin was offered up for the uh, equivalent exchange so we could have Morgan back. Yeah, you know, just <laughs> super convenient, exactly how it would need to go. Danny, uh, do you have any uh, strong recollections of what happened last time? Yeah. A whole day ago? Uh, yeah, so we uh, ended up making a festival, kind of combining the, the two articles of the, the Great Auk and Transit of Venus. A kind of like a celebration of this f- first flightless bird uh, 800 some years ago to uh, catapulted themselves into the horizon and nobody quite figured out what happened to him but it kind of turned into sort of a celebration slash engineering competition mm. where everyone kind of makes the the best sort of person or awk launcher the passage of Derek eater yeah dad Derek eater <laughs> was, was his name and in the hot in the hot seat round we spoke with uh army rammer uh, Hollywood hotshot who uh, was a local boy returning returning from the Hollywood uh, <laughs> to uh, to take part in this festival uh, as 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 part of its uh, 800th anniversary slash 40th generation. Um, uh, for now, uh, Morgan, do you want to roll us up uh, on our chart? All right, all right. Okay, that's gonna be a four. All right, that is a the scenic route. So on the way from the festival, Yay. they take the scenic route to their next location. That'll be nice. Yay. And you know, I'd I'd almost argue that for the sake of you know, before we even get into the article to kind of help guide us a little bit, maybe let's kind of choose what what they were on the way to, like where, why they're taking the scenic route, because I think that'll kind of help inform whatever we we wind up choosing. Hmm. Mm. They're going to the beach. Ooh. <laughs> I kind of like it. Yeah. Like, that's a a good way to kind of set up uh, the next episode, too. Mm-hmm. It'll be like mm-hmm. a beachside town. Yeah. Yeah, so... Mm-hmm. And something I wanted to do, like, maybe we can do this kind of in the episode, is kind of establish a, a method of travel for... Percy mm-hmm. and Rambles. I like, yeah, are I, they mm. are they going on foot? Is it like a, a lazy town kind of like weird like apple shaped vehicle of some kind? You know, let's mm. let's. 
I think we can kind of get into that in the article and I can kind of like if they're on the mm. way to the beach, like we, whatever the nature of the scenic route is, we can kind of use that as the as a kind of our guide for for discussing transportation in this world. OK, um, so everyone got a, a browser window up and ready. Yes. <laughs> All right. And one and two, two. and three. Three. Oh, okay. Okay. Interesting. I'm straightforward, I guess. All right. I can work with this one. Okay. This yeah. is much better. Um, <laughs> Danny, I, your your reaction was, I think, the most audible. Uh, you want to go first? Yeah. Uh, I have the blue-faced honeyeater, uh, the- colloquially known as the banana bird. Wow. It, is a, it is a bird that's a about just under a foot long. It's got a blue face. Uh, I assume it eats honey. The picture of it is just sort of the bird in like mid-yell, which is very entertaining. Uh, it is native to Australia. They're noisy in groups, and they are fond of bathing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That would actually, I feel, I, mm, that, I'm already liking that that one. All right, Morgan, what do you have? Uh, the Paraceratherium. It's an extinct genus of hornless rhinoceros. Ooh. One of the largest terrestrial mammals that has existed and lived from the early to late Oligocene epoch, which was 34 to 23 million years ago. Its name means near the hornless beast. The exact size is unknown because the fossils are largely incomplete. The shoulder height was about 15 feet tall, and its length was about 24 feet. It's pretty big. Um, it ain't mainly leaves and soft plants and shrubs. It's a big boy. Well, fuck, <laughs> okay, I think I got the, got the weak article here. Joe Sakic, a Canadian professional ice hockey executive and former player. Uh, he played for 21 years with the NHL, worked with the, the Quebec Nordics and uh, Colorado Avalanche. I guess that's one franchise. I don't know that much about hockey except Gritty. So a good hockey bro, but not nearly as exciting as what you you two have to bring to the table. Oh, um, as a lifeline for you, Eddie, if this mm-hmm. guy's still alive, you can get a re-roll. Aha! He is still alive. <laughs> he, there is no death date. He is aged 50. Yes, let us get a re-roll. And you know what? It's not that I'm upset he's a good dude. It's just there's nothing fun about him except he was Canadian and good at his job. Oh, I got a dinosaur. Stegoceras. Um, a dome, a dome-headed uh, dinosaur. Yeah. Dome-headed. Oh, okay. I already got ideas for him. So let's <laughs> fucking into it. He's. Let's see. Let's see how big he is. Just to get a size. Yeah, about two to two and a half meters. Six and a half to. Uh, 8.2 feet long so not a not a big thick boy but he got a dome yeah <laughs> got a dome oh my fucking god okay sorry i gotta send this picture of it because it looks like a fucking squirrel this this looks like <laughs> what i want one yes, holy shit squirrel 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 i want oh a squirrel he is a fluffy boy it's like if you cross an otter and a chicken yeah <laughs> Half of it is tail, so that thing would just be this little three-foot-high squirrel chicken running around it. Oh my god, I fucking want one. Aww. Uh, 
Well, I know what I'm asking for once cloning is available. <laughs> As a, a scenic route, I'm imagining like not just one thing, but kind of like a series of like sites and mm-hmm. like maybe like you're traveling along a path that like runs by a river and like maybe stop by like a tiny restaurant or something. Mm-hmm. And the the kind of place where the, the journey is more important than the destination. We could just all three of us spend like five minutes on each article and like everyone else like also helps build it a little. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's like we've done before where we kind mm-hmm. of each each one of us focuses on our article and then uh, the, it's more the other person, the other people asking them mm-hmm. uh, about their article and how that kind of fits into part of this part of the scenic route. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, then. So, do we want to do some reading and then uh, get into our segments? Sure. Yeah. All right. Pot of Wonders, reading time. Da-da-da. The blue faced honey eater produces a variety of calls, uh, variously described as kiawat. Woik, Queet, Pete, and Wheat. These all sound like terms that the young the young kids are using uh, that yeah. I, I just have no context for. You know, kind of like how we just killed the word yeet last episode. Yeah. Oh, God. Really? Derek Yeeter. Uh-huh. <laughs> Derek Yeeter, the awk. We're in our 30s. <laughs> oh, 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 my God. Morpheus, you can't walk on the computer right now, honey. All right. Why are you so interested in podcasting right now it's a fool's game morpheus stay out of podcasting (laughs) there's no money in it morpheus there's no money (laughs) danny are you inspired and would would like to go or should i jump in i kind of envision mine as being like a place they stop along the way so thematically i'd like to be placed in the middle Mm -hmm. but Mm. Also, I could just go first and rearrange the audio so it's in the middle. <laughs> yeah, you know, what? I could I could go first. Maybe some uh, hitchhiker they pick up along the way. Um, okay. Okay. Let's see. Let me get the timer. I think we're doing five minute chunks and start. So I'm imagining our intrepid heroes. See, and it, as we've been talking about the scenic route, if you all don't. Uh, don't disagree. I, I imagine them kind of driving in like a car, kind of like a cartoonish stylized, like VW bug ish thing. Oh yeah, kind of puts mm-hmm. along and kind of like a delightful Studio Ghibli kind of, kind of yes. chonky boy car sort of way. <laughs> um, yeah, but I, I'm imagining uh, that they they come upon this kind of. Uh, what we described before, something that looks uh, weirdly like a lizard, uh, a chicken. A chicken and a squirrel, kind of <laughs> combined. But he's got a wide-brimmed hat. Uh, I'm imagining he is a professor in... God damn it, I'm trying to find this name. There is. Uh, his name is L- uh, Larry Lamb, uh, which is ironic because he is very much not a lamb. Uh, uh. He's a little little smaller, but he is a stegoceros. He's, an, he's a very old man. He claims he's been around since the uh, some of the earlier festivals, uh, tying into our previous episode. <laughs> uh, but he's... He's full of of, of knowledge of, of, of the surrounding area and at one point takes off his hat and reveals just kind of a, an odd kind of domed uh, bony structure covered in covered in marks. The Stegoceros claims to be the last uh, on this continent. 
all of his old friends are dead. He gets a little sad for a moment, but then find his he gets easily distracted by something out the window that he recognizes and has like a fifteen minute story on. Uh, any any thoughts, questions about uh, about Larry Larry Lamb? Uh, he was out kind of like hitchhiking or just sort of traveling. He's hitchhiking. I, I, he's kind of he's on his way to the beach. Oh, yeah. He, uh, he's heading your he's heading your way. He wants a, he wants a little uh, little warmth. He's getting old. He's considering a move there uh-huh. because you know there's there's no real financial burdens when it comes to moving places in this world, right? Yeah, because you can, it's, um, and that's how it should be. Yeah. Well, what uh, what uh, line of work is is he retiring from? Oh, he he was a boxer for a while, hmm. uh, uh, but the uh, very specialized form of boxing that uh, that him and his him and his friends used to do. Uh, was kind of very specific to them. He tried to get into the uh, Ram fighting circuit. It didn't quite go well because, depending on who you asked, he either had a, an advantage or a handicap. It was hard to place the bets. Uh-huh. Um, but he retired from that and then became like a PE teacher in a small town. Huh. <laughs> I, did, I did bring it back around to something kind of cute and wholesome. Uh-huh. <laughs> Before he got, I didn't want to go too, too deep into the gambling and fight circuits in this world. <laughs> being a PE teacher. Uh, you know what? He's that guy who's stern, but super kind, like the one one or two kids who would test him wouldn't get, you know, scared or yelled at. They'd get sat down and there'd be a very oh. special moment where they where they like have an emotional breakthrough as to what's really oh. bothering him. Uh, where is he currently living? Um, he was living uh, not too far away from uh, from the town we we were in last time. Uh, the name of which I'm blanking on. Um, uh, not too far from there. It's it, it's kind of a smaller town on the outskirts with its own little one room schoolhouse and oddly enough, a <laughs> PE teacher in addition to the other teacher. Okay. <laughs> he just kind of hangs around <laughs> outside waiting for the kids to come out. But that's oops, and we're out of time. I was wondering why my uh, wrist was vibrating. So yeah, pleasant little PE teacher there, um, in a one room schoolhouse. Uh, now he's along for the ride, on the way to the beach. Cool. Uh, Danny or Morgan? I can go next. The blue faced honey eater is kind of known for co parenting. Parents will take care of kids who aren't their own. In what Wikipedia I feel judgingly describes is untidy, deep bowls of sticks and bark. Wow. Okay. And uh, they're also fond of bathing, so I'm going to make this to a kind of like like a roadside uh, rest stop slash commune. Oh my god, I love it! Like a, another very Virginia reference, the the Twin Oaks community uh, thing that might might even be over eddie's head yeah that's that's beyond yeah that's that's outside of me yeah but uh this thing i guess we'll call it the the honey eater community is a not particularly clean but a very relaxing atmosphere group of of folks who live and work together and kind of make money by entertaining tourists you know get a nice hot bath and a a warm bed and some of the uh, the honey eater community's signature uh, food products. Um, so, I'm, are they kind of Amish ish? They uh, they kind of live isolated, but they're not at uh, a different technological level. Mm, okay. In 
Yeah, sure. Internet is a, a, a bit very helpful to them for their business, uh, both in terms of advertising and like shipping out products to uh, people who enjoy that organic home style uh, life of uh, food production. Actually sounds kind of cozy. Um, you mentioned the kind of uh, the hmm. messy nature of this uh, this bird uh-huh. at some point. Does that play into this town at all? I think that's kind of reflected in just the the general atmosphere of it. Like nothing is mm. new. Like everything is kind of showing a bit of age. Like there's some some like scratches and dents on everything. But uh, I think that kind of contributes to the atmosphere of it a little bit. It makes it very like authentic feeling. Mm-hmm. Like you're you're not here for a luxury experience. You're here for a a good artisanally crafted time. <laughs> what other kind of like shops and services are kind of in the, in this area that kind of make it unique and might kind of draw people to it? It's a fairly isolated community, so there's sort of a a destination, uh, not quite resort. Mm. Uh, some of their uh, mm-hmm. their sort of mainline products are this kind of berry and pollen kind of jelly that uh, is very Ooh. popular amongst uh, like not like even outside of uh, bird types. They kind of ship jars of that all over the continent. Yeah. What's, so wait, I'm sorry, what's special about the jelly? Like, why is this such a, a thing that's... The real question is, are we ready for this jelly? <laughs> <laughs> Most people aren't. Uh, once you've uh, opened it up, though, there's no preservative, so you've got to eat it within a week once you break mm. the, uh, the, the seed. Ah, that's why people aren't ready for this jelly. It's all, like, organically grown and harvested. Like, within the community, they they don't, like, charge money for anything. You sort of pay your way through your, your labor and mm-hmm. your skills. So it's all, like, completely ethical in... Like, the only money that changes hands is from outsiders who buy mm-hmm. the stuff. Huh. Interesting. Which one of our two characters does that lifestyle appeal to more? Like, of the two of them, which one Ooh. seemed to be, like, most into it and think or thinking, like, I could retire here? Honestly, it certainly appeals to both of them. The, the commune has been around for a really long time, and... Like, it's not kind of like a closed off place. They can accept anybody Mm. in. So, like, I think that might appeal to uh, Percy a little Mm -hmm. bit. And Ramble, this is some real good food. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like Ramble be all up in those jelly Mm -hmm. jars. All all up in the jelly jars. All up in the jelly jars. The Ramble the Cat story. Yeah. (laughs) That you know what? That's canon now. That's the name of his autobiography. After this is all said, and uh-huh. all up in the jelly jars. That or like, uh, no, that's that's not wholesome. I'm not going to drop that. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll just edit that out. Uh, and we're yep. and the time's up. So uh, convenient. Oh. Um, yeah. uh, Morgan, uh huh. What do you have for us? The Parasitarium. I'm going to you know just go with it and be like, this is a really special grazing ground for these creatures. They only show up at this grazing ground like for a week every year. No one really knows where they live otherwise. Like they just they're just here for a week every year and then they're gone and nobody sees them until the next year. And it's near the near the Hornless Beast, which is a mountain range. 
that's in the background. It's just rolling hills that kind of look like a creature of some sort and you know, no no peaks, no like sharp edges to the mountain, so you know, hornless. Um and yeah, these creatures just like graze here every year. They're very strange looking. They're very colorful creatures. They're they're actually like weirdly pastel colored, which is a strange um, coloration for animals, but um, they're kind of just seen as magical creatures. Huh. <laughs> I like this because there's kind of this is like yeah. a level of mysticism mm-hmm. we haven't really touched on in this world. But I want to bring the magic. Yeah, I kind of like that. It's a mystery. You usually mm-hmm. do. Oh, huh. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, magic noise. Okay, so if this is kind of, if they come like once a year and it's just this one species, is this the only place they're seen? Yeah, this is like the only place they're ever seen by like anyone who's not also a Paraceratherium. Well, so you said it's kind of a sacred ground. Like what, are there like protections in place to make sure it kind of stays this kind of like pristine roadside? Yeah, nobody ever builds there. Like there haven't, everybody has like towns and everything have, you know, bylaws that prevent this. And like every town has it just because everybody is a resident of some town. And, but there's, for some reason, like nobody actually has, tried to develop the area like no one's really gone near it um aside from to watch but you know laws are made just in case because it's like okay well you know just because nobody's done it yet doesn't mean that somebody won't sorry real quick if i could just jump in and say i think you found the slogan for their show (laughs) everybody's a resident of some town i fucking love that as like the tagline for finding fielo yeah uh, so possibly odd question. What is the the most prevalent incorrect theory about where these Ooh. creatures are the rest of the year? Ooh, there's definitely a lot of theories. Like one of them is that they live under the the hornless beast mountain range. Like mm-hmm. the the mountains are hollow and they just live in there. Hollow mountain theory. Yes. Yeah. There's another theory that they're like that they literally just pop in and out of existence for this week and that they just truly don't <laughs> exist outside of it and that this is just some crazy mystical appearance. There's another theory that these are regular people who have just transformed into these beasts for some reason. Lots of rumors, lots of ideas, lots of thoughts, because nobody has ever tried to confirm or deny anything because it's like, it's just a cultural, like, it's just a new thing. You don't like mess with them. Like, don't go near them. Uh No one knows anybody who has, but they know that for some reason it would be just the worst idea and it would result in something terrible. Holy. Okay. Well, that you're, you're, Time ended like two seconds ago, but still, like, holy shit! I could, I could, I could, yeah. like, go on. I want a whole episode. Yay! Shit, that could have been its own episode. Let's just <laughs> scrap this one, go back, doing it all again. Uh, like, there's definitely scientists who like hang out and observe these these creatures. Like, 
you guys could interview a scientist or like I could be one of um, the Rambles or Percy and like one of you could be the scientist. What if Percy and Rambles are just the first people to try to actually go up and talk to these creatures? <laughs> oh my God, I love it. Ooh, they're so like everybody respects their legal status, but nobody's really tried to just go up and <laughs> like, hey, what's what your deal is? Oh my god, I love that so much. Everyone everyone's like treating them with such this this holy and sacred reverence. We can't even talk to them. Did anyone say say we can't talk to them? Well, no, but you can't yeah. talk to them. Look at them, it's so majestic. Like that's where they are the rest of the year, is they're like out seeing their friends or something <laughs> where yeah, where people aren't so weird about uh, it. I think that's for Morgan to decide. Uh, yeah. Morgan, if you're cool with being one of these... Uh, I'm sorry, I, what the fuck is the... Paraceratherium? Paraceratherium. <laughs> Ooh, Ramble's gonna, yeah. gonna fuck that one up. I might just call you Sarah. Yeah, I like it. Sarah. Sarah the Paraceratherium. Yep. Yeah. Okay, um... Let's just put three minutes on the clock and roll with it. I know we usually prep questions, but I think we can kind of free ball this one. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're definitely like coming up on you as you're grazing and you're not expecting uh-huh. company. Uh, yeah, before I start the timer, let's set the scene a little. I, I imagine Percy is kind of like taking things. Mm-hmm. Rambles is way too confidently striding <laughs> through the middle. <laughs> not even trying to like be sneaky like a cat would. It's more like the prance to the food bowl, less the I'm sneaking around to see if. Uh huh. Let's see. I'm gonna prance to do it. <laughs> come on. Like, frolic, frolic. Per- Percy, come back. There, we we really shouldn't disturb them like this. Yeah. Wait, I'm I'm Rambles. You're Percy. Rambles, <laughs> come back. We really shouldn't disturb <laughs> them like this. Wow, and I was the one who had an all all nighter last night uh, <laughs> on in that village. Uh, wowzers. Yeah, forget swapping up our names, Purse. That's 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 a new low for you. Come on, come on, it's fine. I was unclear on the concept. No one. This is this is fine. We're walking through. No one else has just been willing to do this. This is this is the only reason why no one else has gotten to the bottom of these things, and why the eighteen experts we've talked to all have different explanations for this. So uh, oh. let's uh, let's just go to the source. I- excuse me. Uh, Hello. Paraceratherium. Paraceratherium. Call me Thera. Thera, Thera, nice to meet you. I'm mm. I'm Rambles. Uh, that is, is yet to companion. be determined. Oh, oh, oh! All right. Okay. Uh, I'm I'm Percy though. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm Percy. Yes, yes, you are. This is uh, we're, we're doing. Oh a travel no, answer, it's yeah. nice to meet me. Would you mind answering a couple questions for us? Because we can't. It seems like a lot of people around here have an opinion about what everyone here does, but no one's ever talked to you to you all. So, uh, do, do you mind if we ask you a few? Whether questions? I mind will depend on the question. Oh, I, I respect your uh, commitment to an air of mystery. Good. Uh, I. <laughs> <laughs> we 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 could be out here in three minutes, and don't want it to to be any trouble for you. Good. Uh, what what is the significance of this field to you? What's what, what's important about it? You keep coming back. Every I just day. stare directly into your eyes, and you're suddenly reliving memories of your childhood. Oh. <laughs> oh. 
Uncle Tony, I I haven't seen you since. Oh, oh purse takeover. I'm sorry. I I need to go. Next question. I think I understand that your meaning. Um, where do you go when you're you're not? We here? go to the places between. But between what and exactly? What? You know when you walk through a door and forget why you did it. That's where we live. Okay. Uh, Jesus, this is normally a rambles area, but he, he seemed busy. Um, how did that? How did where did Uncle take? Tony go? Oh my God! Why did why did why did it make me think of him? You like, jerk. Are there any like uh, like recipes you, you use for the the grass? Is that is that right, Rambles? Sure, grass. But Uncle Tony, oh no, childhood. So many fond memories, but so painful at the same time. I understand why you keep coming back. Where where how can I learn to live such a beautiful life as yours? So in touch with your feelings. Become comfortable with the uncertainty. With the forgetting and remembering at the same time. So what you're saying is the answer the answer to everything is, is to just drink more. Oh, oh my God. And use more you. grass. Not, not oh, I'm just going to take this last right here down it. Oh, it's so early in the day, but oh, thank you. You've given me such uh, clarity. Sorry, do you mind if I, if I get a picture with you before we go? I do not mind. Whether you get a picture is not up to me. Percy, don't. For the love of God, don't. Don't take their beauty from them. Don't do it. Don't do it, my dude. They're, uh. You may see something you do not wish to see when the picture appears. Rambles thinks cameras steal your soul. It it makes the travelogue very difficult. She is not entirely wrong. My grandma was right. I told you, man. Oh, I'm so emotional. Oh, I just, oh, thank you. Thank you for, thank you for your time, Thera. Thank you. Mm. I'm, I'm, I, I, I don't know if this, this bowing is disrespectful to you or not, but I'm... I appreciate the gesture. I'm going to see if the, the weird otter chicken wants to be my new host. By the way, like this this entire time, it's like when I'm like looking at you, like my mouth is not moving, like I'm barely moving. It's just like you're you're hearing this directly in your minds. <laughs> That's something that Rambles does not notice. Yes, did not notice. He's too busy having fun flashbacks to time with a, re- a treasured relative who is uh, no longer. Uh, <laughs> sure, it's episode two and our uh, our fun, bubbly, uh, drunkard character is having an emotional breakdown. I mean, you gotta have some spookiness in it. Like, even Miyazaki movies have some scary shit. Yeah, that's that's true. Um, I could hear you in real time trying to, like, draw back that, oh, God, Uncle Tony into something wholesome. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I'm... How could I live such a beautiful life? <laughs> Somebody valued and treasured memories, but he's gone, damn it. Gone. Uh, that's an episode I, I, I'm, I'm pretty proud of. I think we all, we all did done good with that. <laughs> so that's an episode, Pod of Wonder. This has been Pod of Wonder. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Pod of Wonder. I'm Danny. You can find me on Twitter at DannyPlaysRPGs. 
and you can find the games I make at dannymakesrpgs.itch.io. I'm Morgan. You can find me on Twitter at OwlBurning and on Instagram at MorganTheFay. I'm Eddie. You can find me on Instagram at MonstersByEd. You can find the games I make at Strange But True Games. Look for the Flying Butt logo. Our opening theme is Opening, and our closing theme is Glue Glue, both by Komiku. Komiku.